Yo, check us out. Chuck, the public enemy. Yo, what's up? This is DJ Yellow from the world's most dangerous group. What's up? This is DOC, the Diggy Diggy motherfucking doc. Yo, 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 what's up? This is your boy, Z-Man. What up, dog? This is Esha. This is Jerry Heller, motherfucker. This your boy, DJ Paul KOL from 360 Young Busy Bone. Vice World. This your man, Matt Smine, the hell raise up. Yo, this is DJ Ready Red. What up, what up, what up? This is the real Rick Ross, and you're listening to me on the Murder Master Music Show. Chicago and stuff, I wanted to be a crip like Easy E. You know what I'm saying? But 
it's a whole, whole bunch of long story type shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Because I went from calling Easy E to becoming infatuated with Bouncers and Harmony to buy me a one way Greyhound bus ticket, running away to Cleveland, spitting through the streets of Cleveland, finding Lazy Bone, Flesh Bone, and Stu Bone Mother, landing a record deal. Like, damn near three days, I became famous. Three days on the streets of Cleveland, next thing you know, I'm, you know what I'm saying, balling with a record deal. So, so you, uh, man, you were determined like they were, man, when they wanted to meet Easy. They got on the bus and went all the way to uh, Compton, um, you know what I'm saying, from the show in Cleveland. But you, you went from Chicago to Cleveland, and within three days you signed with uh, uh, Mo Thugs, man. What the fuck was that like? That had to have been a dream come true. I mean, it really was strange because, you know, back then, like, I was too infatuated with them. Like, real talk, like, one day in 1994, one of my cousins, I was coming from school and shit, you know what I'm saying? And he pulled me to the side. He was like, hey, Ziggy, come here. That's my nickname and shit. He was like, you heard of Bone? I was like, Bone who? He like, he's these niggas from Cleveland, you know what I'm saying? I think you're going to like them. So he gave me the face of the death uh, tape and shit. So, you know what I'm saying, I'm bumping that shit, listening to them and all that. At first, I ain't really get hooked on to their ass. But when they came out with Creeping on the Come Up, Thugger Shrugger's Bone and all that shit, I was like, I was mesmerized by their ass. And I was got hooked on a Dear Mr. Weezy Boy song. And true story, one other time I was coming from school and stuff, and somebody had left a Weezy board in the middle of the street, like in the gutter and shit. So when I was coming from school, I saw it. I was walking with my friends. I instantly thought about Bone Thugs and Harmony. So I picked it up and ran that motherfucker down to my uncle's house. He taught me how to play with it. So I took it home and shit. I started playing with that motherfucker every day. You know what I'm saying? So I started getting the answer. You know what I'm saying? And I kept playing Did Mr. Ouija and all that type shit. And one day, she, a little spirit had came to me. You know what I'm saying? And I told her, I asked her, like, man, I want to be like Bone, because you help me be like Bone, and it moved to yes, and a whole bunch of other type of shit. And then, like, wait, you know wait, saying, wait, I, hold on. Hold on one sec, one sec. I just, just for our listeners, I want to clarify. You said a spirit came through the, the Ouija board, and you told them, well, what, what do you mean? Like, you wanted to sell your soul to get the, to, to, to be able to be like Bone? Little, I was like, I want to be wow. like Bone. I want to do this, that. You know what I'm saying? And it said yes. You know what I'm saying? And, like, a whole bunch of weird-out shit started happening to me and everything else because I was so infatuated with their ass. Then, like, going through, like, the years and everything else, it was like a little, a friendly spirit was helping me every night, coaching me everything. It was showing me my future, you know what I'm saying, real talk. So then, like, by 1995, when Easy e had died, right, you know what I'm saying, I was like, I don't even want to play with the Ouija board no more, all that type of shit. It was just, I had got so used to having it because it was like it was a little spirit in my room and stuff, you know what I'm saying? And so, like, one particular day, I was with my, I was babysitting my little sister and my girlfriend at the time, my childhood girlfriend at the time, she was over at my house cooking and all that type of shit. So I played with the Ouija board again, like in the middle of the day. And that motherfucker had spelled out, you shall die. And I got scared. So I took a butcher knife and I had stabbed the Ouija board and shit. So I pissed it off and shit. So we ran out the house and all that type of shit. So I don't know what really came over me. It was a bad spirit, though, that was pretending to be good. All in all, you know what I'm saying? After it told me that type of shit, this what happened. The girl I was with, she told me she was pregnant by me and shit. But she had laughed. She, had, she was 
fucking some 30-year-old-ass nigga because I was like 15 at the time. She's pregnant by him. But me thinking I had to, you know what I'm saying, get money and all that type of shit, I ended up going to rob this liquor store and shit. And what happened was the man ended up, I did a strong gun robbery. He shot my ass with a 357 after I was leaving out the store. So what popped off was I fell on the ground and shit. All my blood started leaking up at me and everything else. So I kind of like died because it took like 24 blood transfusions to bring me back to life. And while I was like out, out of my body and stuff, I, I had to repent to the Lord God and everything else because I was worshiping the devil. But it was like when I had died, um, I was going towards a light. It was all darkness and everything else, and I was going towards a light. And what popped off was when I got closer to the light, it pushed me to the left. And it was, I ended up in Easy E Hospital room somewhat of, like, you know what I'm saying? Easy E Spirit was there. And he was like, man, you're going to make it. You're going to be all right. In 1999, go find Lazy Bone and sign with Bone Thugs and Harmony. Tell Lazy Bone, I sent you. And when I woke up, I was paralyzed. My mama was in there like, man, the police was in there like, man, blink if you did this, blink twice if you didn't. So my mom was like, don't ask him that because I was in, you know what I'm saying, under influence, all that type of shit. So anyway, when I knew I was paralyzed, I had to hurry up and close my eyes and pray to the Lord God and got my feeling and everything else back. And I had to go do jail time, 18 months in Harrisburg, Illinois, all that. So anyway, when I got out, I got out July 10th, 1997, on Bone birthday. So I was thugging and all that type of shit. And in 1999, I had got into an argument with my mama and stuff, you know what I'm saying? Because I'm a little teenager, I got a little money and everything else, job, all that type of shit, you know what I'm saying? So we got to arguing. I had like $800, I threw her $200 and shit. I got on a bus, rode the uh, train all the way down to Chicago, bought me a one-way Greyhound bus ticket to Cleveland, Ohio, and was got on my level. When I was in the streets of Cleveland, you know what I'm saying, I found out where most of the office was at, in Beachwood, Ohio. So... I ended up going to their office. It was like Columbus Day weekend, uh, 1999. I picked the lock in their office and shit, and I stayed there for like a night, a couple nights and shit. But the janitor had, had came and caught my ass, you know what I'm saying? And he told me, like, I ain't going to call the police on you because I told him I was looking for bone. He was like, man, um, they still be in the hood. They don't even be over here. Woo-woo-woo. So I went back downtown Cleveland, Ohio, and everything else. This girl had came up to me that had went to school with Lazy Bone and Flesh and Bone and shit. And she was like, I had a bald fade and shit at the time. And my accent differed from everybody in Cleveland. She was like, she asked me uh, for a quarter to use the phone, use the pay phone so she could uh, have somebody come pick her up. And you know what I'm saying? I'm just friendly, like, okay, yeah, yeah. She like, you don't look like you from up here. Where you from? I'm like, Chicago. She like, uh, what you doing up here? I'm like, I'm looking for bone. I'm gonna come back for them at for them and shit. She was like, spit some something. So I was like, Fleming up this weed and I had a nip through my nose to cloud smoke. Chuck up the reef, for pipping the scene, pipping them hoes and flew and stuff this in. Go, tipping the Hennessy, chicken be giving up pussy to this gangster. Capone, people send up a gun and up with them nuts like a gangster. Slice the swift to the finish and plus, hit them out with the quickness. Put it back up with weed, and nigga, you know me, know the business. And how to the day I die, no let me weed, I'm making me cry. Chicken don't smoke for free trips, gotta open the pay tax. Put it in later, and put it in here. Chicken the reef, but nigga, you're about to die. Smoking and choking again, pass it. 
back, but I'm out chesting. Having all up and no sugar, the rest of this song is that quest. Instead of burning, what are the weed? Is it a disease? I'm with a thing, just the need of the weed in my system. Chugging out with some Cisco. Blowing weed over the motherfucker pussy hoe. Chicken be living the shit, making a thin and passion, making it last. That's the way the dust is snug. You know what I'm saying? And she was like, oh shit, you sound just like they is. Blah, 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 blah. She like, if you ever see me in the hood, don't ever tell them I'm the one that told you where they mama stay. So she drew me a map. You know what I'm saying? To where Lazy Bone, Flesh and Bone, and Stew Bone Mother live. Past uh, East 99th and St. Clair shit. So with that, I went walking all from downtown Cleveland, East 9th Street, all the way to East 99th and shit. When I got to 99th and St. Clair, I was carrying my luggage and shit. I had saw this damn Tahoe, beige Tahoe, speeding off. It was wishbone and shit. And, but then all of a sudden, niggas just started shooting and shit. Like, pop, 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 pop. So I dropped my uh, uh, suitcase and everything else. And I'm just like scrambling, trying to find cover and shit. So then what popped off was these dudes had something. And the only thing I had left in my hand was the Holy Bible and stuff. It was a wasteland soldiers and shit. They had encamped me, like surrounded me and stuff. But they saw the Bible in my hand. They're like, where you from? Ooh. I'm like, I'm from Chicago. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to find bone and all them. Ooh. So, you know what I'm saying? They got to tell me about stigmata and all type of other type shit. And I showed them the map that the girl had told me. They're like, oh, you got to go all the way down to like 129th and Eddie Road and shit. You know what I'm saying? So, like inside the East 1999 cover, it's like the same fucking map. You know what I'm saying? The way that the girl had drew and shit. So, anyway, I'll get on my uh, little mission and everything else. So, I'm walking. It's getting late as shit, late at night. You know what I'm saying? And what popped off was... I went to the wrong house, but with the right address. And so what happened was I knocked on the door. And on the side of the house, it was a gang of dudes just over there gambling and all type of shit with a Monte Carlo and shit. So I knocked on the door. And this girl, was, I was like, it's Bonefield and Harmony House. She's like, no, they still around the corner. Woo-hoo. So I was like, okay. So while I'm leaving and all that shit, creeping and crawling through the streets, going around the corner, when I make it to the right house, they had their real names on there, like Stanley House. It was their mama name first, Pamela House, Stuart House, Stanley House, Stephen House, and all that type of shit. I was like, oh, she just brown hair. She lived in the hood. So I knocked on the door. Their mama, Mama P, was like, who the fuck is that my dog? And I was like, I don't mean to impose on you, ma'am, but this, is this Bonefield for Harmony House? She opened the door like, baby, you have to come back. It's kind of late. You know what I'm saying? Come back in the afternoon tomorrow or something. So I got excited and shit. So I had ran across the street to go uh, stay at this abandoned building and shit. But the police had shined the light over there. So I ran back over to their yard. And I stood on the, the front of their yard. She was watching me outside her window and shit. So the same dudes that was at the uh, at the other house that was gambling, they had followed me and shit in their car. They started backing up real slow and shit. So she was like, come here. She opened the door like, come here, come here. She like, you know they're going to rob you, kidnap you. Where you from? I told her, I'm like, I'm from Chicago. And she was like, you a runaway? I was like, nah. So she looked at me. She said, what's that in your hand? I was like, the Bible. She started laughing. She like, you know I'm a black witch, right? You know what I'm saying? And then I was like, I started tweaking. Like, hell no, this is where Brown get the motherfucking Ouija board type shit from. So anyway, she like, well, baby, you got to pay where you lay. You know what I'm saying? So when she took me in the crib, and the living room and shit, like the outside of the house is all thugged out. It's the exact house. I don't know if you ever saw uh, Busy Bone and Joker video, uh, Money on the Wood. Not Money on the Wood, uh, 
Damn, what's that damn song? Oh, ain't nothing like a Ziploc bag. Money in the Ziploc bag and shit. That's our old house that's in the hood and shit. But he gave it away to Scamp on Mother. Uh, Lazy did. So anyway, when I first walked inside the crib, they had a big old fireplace with a big old picture of Flesh Bone holding his babies and shit. They had some dark sunglasses that looked like Easy E glasses with pair him and all the bone platinum plaques on there. So I just was excited. Like, oh, shit, you know what I'm saying? What the fuck, I really made it, you know what I'm saying? So she like, you know what I'm saying? Mama P was cool as hell. She took me in, you know what I'm saying, everything else. That shit, her ass left me in the crib. She went to go get some old English. She asked me, all drink, I smoke, and all that type shit. I was like, yeah, black and mouse, squares, whatever. She went and got some old English, some motherfucking squares, and, uh, <laughs> some motherfucking weed and everything. I just was chilling, you know what I'm saying? So then, like, the next day, she made me a pallet and everything else. I went to sleep. And PD from the Immortal Thugs, Lazy Bone, them baby little cousin and shit. He was in the room. He was sleeping. He had long ass hair and shit. So she made me a pallet on the floor and shit. So anyway, when I woke up the next morning, she was like, rap for us. So I spit the same verse that I had just got from spitting early and shit. She was like, oh, you sound just like my sons and them, but you're not breathing. She's like, I'm going to teach you how to rap and shit. So then from there, you know what I'm saying, we was thugging and all that shit because they knew I could flow. You know what I'm saying? And then everything just built off. That's wild. That's a wild story. Let's give them some music, man. I want to come back and talk more about this. Um, <clears throat> let's go with this one first. Uh, th- this is the one off the Mo Thugs 3. Then we're going to play a couple of the ones you sent me later. Uh, this is called uh, You Don't Want None. Tell everybody about this one. Oh, yeah, see, you don't even really want none most of the street of mothership. That's when Lazy Flows flew us out to uh, California and shit, man, you know what I'm saying? Like, I guess, like, after my first year being with all them type shit, we get out to California, Studio 56. You know what I'm saying? That's my first time, you know what I'm saying? Because I never rapped for Lazy Bone in person. Like, one time I flowed for him, but everybody told him I knew how to rap and all that type shit because we got a long, long story and all that shit. But anyway, you know what I'm saying, when we did that shit, you know what I'm saying, I just was <clears throat> excited. I think that was my first time just recording in the major studio, real talk. It's me, the Immortal Thugs, and Freaky G. All right, we'll be right back right here with Capone Bone. Don't go nowhere. Murder Master Music Show. Y'all don't even really vote, up. Get the PG, you will bug up. Ready to lay get the flare when the cops up. And if they follow me to bed with a hot one, we pop guns at the shot. Y'all don't even really vote, up. Get the PG, you will bug up. Ready to lay get the flare when the cops come. And if they follow me to bed with a hot one, we pop guns at the shot. Go violent, creep silent when I'm in your town. Everybody's telling them we gotta buck them down. EMC niggas be running niggas. Cross the enemy and let you vote.
Then they showed how they had got on the Greyhound bus and they started traveling to California, then having to come back to Cleveland, you know what I'm saying, on the Greyhound bus, all that type of shit. So that led me to go run off and go be with them and shit. The first deal that, you know what I'm saying, we made, that Lazy made to us and shit, Rufus Records pop up because we spent a lot of time in California. But after we finished the first album, I'm on two songs on the Motor Street Mothership album. And we got a countless gang of other songs, you know what I'm saying, that's unreleased, all that. He sent us back to Cleveland and shit. So one day, we sleep and shit, you know what I'm saying? Rufus Records pop up. It's Lazy Bone, uh, Easy E Bodyguards, and Big Cuz. John and Jake, Jacob Tobio, the twins and shit, the Samoan twins. They bust through the door like six in the morning and shit, real talk. And Big Cuz bring me my contract. I work for higher contract. He like, man, you sign this contract, you're going to be in a mansion. You don't sign this contract, you take your ass back where you came from. So I was just like, shit, I ain't going back to Chicago unless I done accomplished some shit. So I just signed my shit, you know what I'm saying? So then from there, you know what I'm saying, that nigga Laziac came and got me in the morning. He was like, you signed your contract? I was like, yeah. He was like, you know about renegotiation and everything else. He was like, I'm paying you 25000 per verse. What you going to do with your 50000 Like my first... The first album out the street, you know what I'm saying? Um, I got two songs on that, so I was like, shit, it's 50,000. I told Lil Lazy, like, man, you just show me how to keep on rapping and shit and put that shit in the bank and shit. It's just going to be thugging forever. He was like, all right, little nigga and shit. And then shit, we bail off and shit. And so, like, throughout that shit, that nigga Lazy, Felicia was there, you know what I'm saying? Because she was pregnant with that baby Trinity and shit. Lazy took niggas shopping and everything else. And Lay had, because he had bought me any Mortal Thugs and freaking shit, a two flat in Cleveland. But niggas was hating on us. But anyway, that nigga Lay was like, man, y'all niggas need to sell some dope or get a job until y'all album come out. You know what I'm saying? He like, y'all check up be in the mail. You know, regular Hollywood talking shit. But anyway, like, shit, Lay has left us in the hood. So we slanging dummy rocks, all type of shit. And man, freaking G went and got a job at Roddy's Burgers on Buckeye Road and shit. We trapping and all that type of shit. Wait until the album come out and everything else. So, like, the Lazy did me a big old favor because he had dropped the album out the street of Mothership on my birthday, June 13th, 2000. So I was just like, in fact, I was just excited, you know what I'm saying, ecstatic and shit, you know what I'm saying? And then next thing you know, next time we go back to California, we we sold enough. We got a whole fucking mansion and shit in Chatsworth, California, you know what I'm saying? Because we was living in hotels and everything else in Cali and all that type of shit. Sunset Boulevard, everything. He was basically raising us how easy he had did them and shit, you know what I'm saying? But we was thugging, you know what I'm saying? What did you, uh, um, did you ever uh, do any, like, solo stuff with him or uh, for him or was that the plan? Later on and stuff, yeah, because, you know what I'm saying, like, as I as I matured through it, like, you know what I'm saying, first, like, I just knew how to just write a quick verse and everything, but being around Bones, and I learned how to construct choruses and songs, and I was always rapping with the Immortal Thugs and shit, you know what I'm saying, like, they do a song and shit, I walk in the studio, smoking, drinking, getting high and all that type of shit, come up with a beat, they come up with the hook, then I know what we rapping about, or sometimes Lazy have a course already made, and or busy and left a song in the studio, I'll just go ahead and write my verse to the shit. But eventually, you know what I'm saying, as 
people started shifting away because it was like seven of us didn't dwell down the side because niggas kept getting in trouble and all that type of shit. So last year, it's like Capone album going to be called so, uh, Murder by the Masses and shit, you know what I'm saying? But, you know, eventually I was going to do a, a solo album, but I was just cool making verses and shit because if I'm already stated making 25000 per verse shit, I'm just doing my thing. But he, I was supposed to go sign with Rufus. I was I was getting close to it because I was cool with Tamika and shit. Tamika had a like it to me back in the day, you know what I'm saying? Because she knew my story and everything else. I'm like the only one from Chicago that basically mimicked everything Burn did. And I was cold because a lot of songs, even on the L. Burner album, Tamika made sure to pick and shit. Like she used to feed me herself. She was cooking nigga meals and Give me a Rufus Records credit card, and Tamika was cool back in the day, you know what I'm saying? So I just was just thugging. Yeah, yeah. Well, you well, you get on this Mo Thugs 3 project, um, you know what I'm saying? The first one did real good. The second one did good. Were you guys expecting this one to, to, to do as good as the other ones? And when it didn't, was no, it kind of a disappointment? It really wasn't no disappointment because... When we did uh, the Sword Sound Lab type shit, right, you know what I'm saying, Lazy plus we were signed to Koch. So what affected that was Motor Street, it didn't even go through Rufus. Lazy had went over to Koch and got the distribution and all that type of stuff. It was a real good album, but it was missing like Crazy Bone and all that type of shit. They was going through their things and everything else. But what it was, from my point of view and Lazy Bone's point of view, he still had like the older niggas on there like, uh, Desperado, Kendall, Kendall will go always be affiliated. He true, but like he had the black hole of Watts and everything else. It was the song selection that they had picked, Maneski Marvin and everything else on there. Them songs that they had picked, they really weren't no good. Cause even Lazy had said that when we was on the source sound lab and shit in the dressing room, he was like, after he did the song with Felicia, this ain't living cause we on stage with him and all that type of shit. He's like, man, I should have let y'all do. Y'all don't even really want none, you know what I'm saying? Because we be young faces. People weren't really paying attention to old people. And then, like, even the Swiss Sound Lab, they had uh, Jeremy, his son, on there with his one song, The Backyard and shit. They started trying to clown him because he was, like, eight, nine years old. He was saying, nigga, I think, like, uh, 25 times in one song or some shit. So they got him met. But the Swiss Magazine, they was like, they had complimented me and Immortal Thugs, but they was like desperados and them. They they sound like old barking dogs and shit. You know what I'm saying? But it just all went off as he would have picked different song selections and shit or show young faces. Like we was fresh and hungry. You know what I'm saying? They would have made us take off. But real talk, Lazy Bone was like, yeah, well, they lied. Like y'all only made me like five hundred thousand. Really, we sold a million. You know what I'm saying? But who knows how the game was going back then? Because his what. I forgot what, what role Rob J played, but Rob J, like, the gatekeeper of everything, he passed away. He was like, y'all niggas really sold a million. Where y'all money at? You know what I'm saying? We had a lot of little shit going on, but that's what, we do, what happened with that, though. But we ended up getting a fresh-ass mansion, though, but, you know. Yeah, you, you know, you, you can only do what you can do. What about today? Uh, uh, you, you still working with uh, Mo Thugs and, and Lazy Bone? I mean, we got a big-ass fight, you know what I'm saying? After the El Burner tour, me, Lazy, and Freaky G had got into in studio. We had got into a big-ass fight. What had happened was this was, I, after we did all that shit, we live in the Chatsworth, California. We completed the El Burner album. 
We live next door to Brian Knight and his wife and everything else in the gated community. What happened was Judy and McKnight, she was a host. She saw all these little young niggas just sit down there, so she came over there. She ended up picking Freaky G. So they started having an affair, like right next door. You know what I'm saying? Like, damn, that's too close. Because we really be kicking it with Brian McKnight and all that type shit. You know what I'm saying? In his house, playing pool, we playing the piano, we drinking, kicking it, all that type shit. So one particular night, Brian McKnight out of town, Lazy Bone out of town and shit. Lazy touring with Bone and shit. Freaky G getting drunk as fuck off tequila. He getting big head and all that shit. She done bought him two-way pages and spoiled him all that shit. She tricking off on him. But I ain't, ain't nobody really jealous of shit because we just sitting back watching what's going to happen. So he started talking shit to uh, our station and our friend named Bill and shit. So whatever it is, I know freak, freak ass for the liquor. So he directed his anger and all that shit towards me. So I'm can. I'm a Gemini. I'm like flesh and crazy bone and shit. I'm born June 13th, so I'm cool. You know what I'm saying? So I... I kind of get up and go back to our mansion and shit with Felicia. shit. Freaky G ended up following me and shit. We ended up in the kitchen. He started throwing plates and shit at me. So I dashed, run down the long-ass hallway and shit, end up in the garage. I knew he was going to follow me, so I cut off the garage late. Like, I jump on top of Lazy Bone, excursion and shit. Freak come through. I drop kick his ass, start beating his ass. Woo-woo, fuck him up. I raised the garage though up and everything else. I t- picked this big-ass brick. I'm finna bust his head open. Lazy and flesh and bone little brother stole these. He can't stop me. Like, Don't do it. You're going to kill him. You're going to kill him. So then from there, you know what I'm saying, he all fucked up, jaw fucked up, dislocated, all that shit. The next morning, Felicia wake up. She see the catastrophe shit that didn't happen and all that type shit. She kind of happy, though, because Freaky G was a... He was a bad motherfucking influence on most of us, you know what I'm saying? Somewhat of. He was family and shit, but he was just like, he just had a bad spirit on him and shit. So anyway, she called Lazy. Lazy called me like, y'all niggas fighting in my mansion around my kids. Y'all niggas ain't never had shit, blah, 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 blah. All this type of shit. So when Lazy fly back in town and shit, he see how bad I fucked Freaky G up. And then he look at me. He's like, oh, you just got to pull your heart. So then, <laughs> this nigga ordered a gang of pieces. You know what I'm saying? He go he, he, he go upstairs with Felicia and shit. So then from there, months later after Freaky G then healed up and all that type of shit, we go on tour, the Rufus Records tour. So niggas had a hundred thousand dollar tour bus, the El Burner bus. It's cold in the motherfucking shit. We thugging the shit. So we doing our shows, everything else. So we end up in Galveston, Texas. The tour bus break down. Some shit happened to the motherfucker, whatever else. And then. We thug them. We meet some girls and everything else. Fast forward, we go do Master P, No Limit, uh, College Spring Break show and shit. We see the Alberta album, but it's a double disc. And it got my song on there with Busy Bone and everybody else called Money on the Wood. Plus, I'm on the Way You Going skit on track six. But the double disc is our song. So, he like, we're going to have to hire that Tamika about that. So, I'm like, yeah, yeah, we finna get real money now because Tamika in control of the roof. So, you know what I'm saying? She selected the song. We finna get paid. So, they leave my ass. We in New Orleans at the Embassy Suite. They leave me in the room. They go shopping and shit. We like on the 14th floor or some shit. Freaky G come in the room. He throw $100 at me and shit. It's floating in the air. Then land on my lap. I'm writing a song and shit. You know what I'm saying? And somebody had left Lazy Bone's cell phone in my room on the charger. This is what pops off. It started ringing 818, California number. So I pick it up, and I'm like, okay, it's either Tamika, Snoop Dogg, or Lazy White, Felicia. 
I run the phone down the lazy bone room and shit, you know what I'm saying? I knock on the door like, hey, little lay. Somebody was calling your phone. He like, what the fuck you doing on my phone? He like, you answered? I was like, nah. He was like, come here, little nigga, smoke and drink with me. It's normal shit. If I step in a room, Freaky G sitting in the chair, big cuz on the couch. Freaky G say, it kind of man of the hour right here. So, you know what I'm saying? I get Lay's phone. He passed me a blunt, passed me a 40 ounce. I puffing the weed and shit. I passed the blunt back to Lay. I started sitting down simultaneously. I'm sipping on the 40 ounce of shit, sitting down. Lazy Bone rushed me and punched me in my jaw. He like, you get up, little nigga, I'll break your neck. He like, I ain't hit you hard enough. You ain't bleeding because I'm checking my lip. And I'm like, Lay drunk as fuck, and he has ecstasy pills. And I'm like, man... Now you my uh mental, I'm your protege. I ain't trying to fight you on all that type of shit. He like Chicago, he like wean on that Chicago type of shit. Oh, he's steady swinging on this shit. I'm blocking him. Cause lay a little nigga and shit. I'm blocking his little ass. So eventually I stand up. Freaky G rush me from behind. But Freaky G, he a charm head and all that type of goofy shit. So I end up drop kicking his ass again. Lay rush me from behind. He snatched me by my pants because I was sagging. These come through, he come through, drop kick me and shit. Lay through a lamp at me and all that type of shit. They kicking me and shit, everything else. Lay jump on my face and bite me on my eyelid and shit. You motor thugs come in to break it up. And then, like, a whole bunch of shit. It was a big ass fight. The people from the hotel came up there, they gonna tell their ass we were just wrestling. They tied me up in a chair with some towels in the bathroom and all that shit. Then from there, Lay then they get out the room with just me and Lay in the room. We fighting and shit. He like, I just wanted to see if you had a heart and all that shit. So then they take me out the room, took me to the 14th floor balcony. He was like, we'll throw you over this balcony, nigga. We'll kill you. So I'm all bloody and all that type of shit. I'm like, man, I don't even give a fuck. So then from there, I go walk to uh, Rufus Records bodyguard, John and Jacob Tovio and all that type of shit. They see me. They call me Tamika and everything else. I go back to my room, little thief on the motherfuckers. He like, man, you know how they get when he drunk and all that shit. He cleaning up my blood, everything else. All right, man, fuck that. So I pack my suitcase, pack my contract and shit. When all them niggas go to sleep, I have just enough money, that $100 to, to the Greyhound to uh, back to Texas where we was. End up calling my mama and everything else, making it back to Chicago and everything else and shit. You know what I'm saying? Like a while later, I get in con- contact with Tamika because Tamika had insurance and everything else on me and shit. She like, a problem, where you at? I thought they killed you, blah, blah, blah. Now you talking about that's just a family problem. Woo, woo. She like, you want to check for 50000 I was like, no, because I earned way more than that. I earned like 250000 She like, take a check for 75000 and check the fuck up. So I'm like, I didn't appreciate how Tamika was talking to me and shit. So she's like, well, fuck it, just go out the lay. I'm sick of them nigga shit. So anyway, I ended up getting a lawyer, all that type of shit. Ended up suing Lazy Bone and everything else. Freezing his bank account. You know what I'm saying? Lay ass on the hair, like $14,000 in his bank account. Certain fans be always talking shit. Like, I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. That what, That's what's true. So anyway, my law firm in Chicago... Lay ass didn't come fight me in court, you know what I'm saying? So we ended up winning over 200-something thousand and shit. Lay only had 14000 in his bank account, you know what I'm saying? And I could have took that, but he had Felicia called me and shit. He was calling my lawyers back and forth, back and forth. So I made one more deal with Lazy Bone and shit, because I was just like, I really want to think, because I had got me a little job. I was selling dope and shit back in Chicago. I was cool. I was like, just send me $1,000 a month. Me not knowing that your lawyer take 32% of everything that you collect. So, you know what I'm saying? He sent me a check for like a thousand. 
And after my lawyers got that 30 percent, I got like six hundred something dollars. But I was just cool, like fuck it. You know what I'm saying? Then from there, we ended up taking Lazy Bone um, ASCAP royalty check, which I still collect to this day. You know what I'm saying? So it's really worked out in my favor, and I've been collecting for a long ass time. Crazy, that's crazy, man. Let's go to another track. This one here, uh, Jeffrey Man, a gangster. Why don't you intro this one for us? All right, for sure. This is something that I did after, you know what I'm saying, when I put myself back in the studio, you know what I'm saying? I just, one day I was on the north side of Chicago. I found a gang of CDs on the ground and shit, and they were full of instrumentals. So, you know what I'm saying? Me being me, I still always practice keeping up my talent. I heard the beat, took it to the studio, and just. Start ripping my hood and shit. You know what I'm saying? Jeffrey Mann, the southeast side of Chicago. I will be right back. Capone Bone, don't go nowhere. Jeffrey Mann again. It's the Jeffy Man a gangster, nigga me never no prankster, bustin' up at your brain, even them niggas all up in the grave. I'm the Jeffy Man a gangster, nigga me never no prankster, bustin' up at your brain, even them niggas all up in the grave. It's the Jeffy Man a gangster, nigga me never no prankster, bustin' up at your brain, even them niggas all up in the grave. I'm the Jeffy Man a gangster, nigga me never no prankster, bustin' up at your brain, even them niggas all up in the grave. I used to be one of the niggas on a double clock, make a motherfucking nigga body rock. With a blood clock, get a gunshot, make a motherfucker. I put the put the niggas on the watch and it won't stop to the drop over the gate. They gotta get away. Bust in the book in a bed tail. What the fuck now? Motherfucker talk shit, but a bus can sign a motherfucker pump bitch. I'm playing against the bitch. You don't really wanna fuck with little nigga that's dangerous. Take away a motherfucker straight arsonist, lawfulness. Leave motherfuckers in the coffinist. I'm a motherfucker psychopath. I'm for the motherfucker murderer. Little nigga that's quick to blast. Little two, but a do a nigga. But a trick to do a kid. I'm a motherfucker murderer. Even niggas in the casket. Fuck, fuck, nigga, murder by the motherfucking massive. Uh, payback. Some motherfucking surprise. Nigga better be ducking from the bullets. I'm busting. Your brain to get busted for fucking with us And God ain't trust and guns I bust How the butchers be rushing and shedding your guts Nigga, what, what, fuck, 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 mass This is Jeffy Man a gangster, nigga me never no prankster, but can I fetch your brain? Even them niggas all up in the grave. I'm the Jeffy Man a gangster, nigga me never no prankster, but can I fetch your brain? Even them niggas all up in the grave. This is Jeffy Man a gangster, nigga me never no prankster, but can I fetch your brain? Even them niggas all up in the grave. I'm the Jeffy Man a gangster, nigga me never no prankster, but can I fetch your brain? Even them niggas all up in the grave. Ghetto Godzilla, my nigga, I'm a gangster. My words touching, guns I'm clutching, no stunning. You niggas soft and sweet, call your muffins, no fronty. You play with my money, your head get busted. Call all my troops and my mad boots. You niggas gate, you got more fruits than the fucking room, nigga. My shots go boom, nigga. I'm, I'm hiding a kite riding under the moon. I'm pushing like a pigeon on the stoop. 24's when I'm rad, so I'm ready to coop. Got my blunt filled up I'm like a diamond of touch Never see me running Always see me gunning Buzzing Desi on my lap If you try to attack The bullet hit your wig on impact Started off with just a pack Then I flip it back Re-up again I'm about to pitch to the back Fresh Air Max soon Your bitch run the bone Cut these diamonds and these stones Leave a nigga alone I'm a gangster nigga Time to 
come home. Time to come home. Capone, where you at? I got your best, dog. Jeffy man a gangster, nigga me never no prankster. Bustin' that bitch that brain, leaving them niggas all up in the grave. I'm the Jeffy man a gangster, nigga me never no prankster. Bustin' that bitch that brain, leaving them niggas all up in the grave. It's the Jeffy man a gangster, nigga me never no prankster. Bustin' that bitch that brain, leaving them niggas all up in the grave. It's the Jeffy man a gangster, nigga me never no prankster. Bustin' that bitch that brain, leaving them niggas all up in the grave. I'm a nigga that's every ring in the city, but it's a level so dumb. Tough by nature, never no prankster. Relativity was doing for us, you know what I'm saying? Because that was just 
on bomb. Like, Lazy had fully took over Mo Thugs himself. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Yeah. And uh, can you tell us about Politic uh, Hustlers, Two True and, and Gravayat Chief, who were members of Mo Thugs? Two True and them? Well, they was like before me and stuff. But you know what I'm saying? Like, a lot of Mo Thugs, one and two artists and stuff, it's like a lot of conflicting stories. Like, you got to ask Mo Hart and all that. Because when Lazy Bone was telling me about, he was like, I'm finna pay you this amount of money and stuff, he was like, don't be like the rest of their ass for Mo Thugs one and two. Because he was like, he had paid them $50,000 per album, whatever they had, got their checks. He was like, three months later, they broke. All they did was just buying cars and whatever else they didn't do. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, in business, you know, it's like, like back then, you know, everybody was disembowned from Mo Thug 1 or 2. You could look it up. Soldier Boy, Mo Hart and them, they was bad contracts. They was like, and not me being around Laker, they was still in his 20s and stuff. He was like, he only like six years older than me. So it's like they was kids still handling their situation and stuff. But they had pulled their homies from the hood and all that, trying to help them. And just like, I don't know, maybe people had managed their money wrong and everything else. You know what I'm saying? That's what happened with them or whatever. You like, But even I know that, like, there's all the meetings that we would have with Lay in the backyard and stuff. He'd be like, man, niggas could rap all day, but if you make a hit, then we could discuss business. You know what I'm saying? So it's like really that. Maybe some people were hit makers, some people wasn't. You know what I'm saying? But that's all that really was. But... Too true, because I used to buy their albums, too. They had a lot of good songs and stuff. So they made a lot of abundance of money and everything else. It depends on their own situation, whatever they had to deal with themselves. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, it's a well, shift also, a lot of people. <laughs> um, can you tell us also about the, the mystic covers of Botox compilation, about the, you know, the pyramids, do you went to this, this mystic stuff too, by the day, or schematic knowledge? You talking about the pyramids and everything else? I never really learned why I lay in my head did that type of stuff, you know what I'm saying? So I know they were just on some, you know, Mo Truths, some United Gathering Souls, coming from like, what would that be? The East, you know what I'm saying? I never really get into my lay and them got it because it was like a lot of people that had picked a what album covers and stuff? That's like East 1999 and stuff. I think it was Romeo who had designed all that type of stuff and threw all that, you know what I'm saying, mystical type of stuff in there, invoking, suppressing, all that type of stuff, you know what I'm saying, devil worshiping. And like on the front cover, it was like they broke off a pyramid and everything, not a pyramid, a pentagram and everything else and make it look more spooky. But because the bone music back in the day was eerie, you know what I'm saying? But it's just that I guess it grabbed people's attention. Okay, right, right. Okay. Interesting. Kind of went along with the Ouija uh, whole hey. thing. You said the Ouija board it? earlier. Did you say the Ouija board uh, kind of possessed you? Yeah, it did. You know what I'm saying? Because I was so infatuated with it. You know what I'm saying? When I was a teenager. Like, it was just, I promise, I was coming from school one day. It was a whole Ouija board just laying in the street in the gutter with the uh, pencil and the shit. And it was like, it was just meant for me to find it. And I found the motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? I was 
Took her to my uncle. He told me how to play with it and everything else. I took her home, you know what I'm saying, for nights and nights. I just kept playing the Weezy Boy intro and shit. I was creeping on the come up, you know what I'm saying, until shit started happening. And one particular night, it was like something had entered into my chest because I had felt my lungs expanding. You know what I'm saying? And then it was like, I want to be like Bone. Can you make me like Bone? And then no movie said yes. And next thing you know, I just started writing shit. Started coming up with all type of shit. Because, like, the very first rap that I wrote, it was, like, after, like, whatever little spirit was helping me and shit, I was, like, 14. And that came out, like, uh, oh, got on my track 57, Derringer, with a letter, ride, pump, I'm sitting back in the dump, and clipping about the trunk, what's up? Then could put on my gauge and some in the face, and put them in the grave, what's up? Now, I put my strap and blow them brains, put them on the ground and walked away, broke to the alley, crept to the gangway, niggas about to die tonight, nigga lose their life, and they fuck with a nigga like me, motherfucker, better think twice. Who am I coming to the door with a motherfucker side off, hard off, hard off? Busting the fucking blow a motherfucker's head off, put a blood clock in the gunshot, nigga, motherfucker, her stop, pop, pop, pop. You know what I'm saying? I just started coming up with shit. You know what I'm saying? Then I started. Mimicking each and every last one of Bone and them styles. And I mostly like the verse that really had got me signed was I had was mimicking Busy and shit off Thuggish Ruckus Bone. You know what I'm saying? So I started just writing shit. Shit just started coming to me and shit. You know what I'm saying? And started teaching me how to get away with all type of crimes. I did a lot of robberies and everything else. A lot of shit. You know what I'm saying? All influence over the Ouija board. It just kept giving me ideas and everything else. But, you know what I'm saying? Wow, man. Yeah, we had a guy we uh, interviewed, a guy named DJ Fire. He's uh, out of D.C., and um, he started seeing his dead grandfather, and then next thing you know, he was possessed by the devil, he said. Crazy, man. Shit, people uh, people don't understand. You don't want to fuck with that stuff. No, that's how people be getting inside the game and shit. Like, I have to go get baptized. Like, after I got shot, like, and he took 20, 24 blood transfusions to bring me back to life. And even before I had got on the Greyhound bus, when I knew I was leaving, I had went and got baptized, though, in 1999 to go, what's the name, to go uh, be safe on my journey. And then even after I left Bone, then I had to get rebaptized again, you know what I'm saying? Because it was just like, it's just like I stepped out of faith and everything had came true, you know what I'm saying, real talk. Well, uh, you know, your journey's far from over, man. Keep doing what you're doing. And um, before we get out of here, I want to give you the floor because if you got anything coming out, um, you know what I'm saying, you want to give any shout-outs to anybody, it's all yours. Man, much love to y'all, you know what I'm saying, Motor Master Music, you know what I'm saying, YouTube show. Shout-out to Beyond the Harmony, you know what I'm saying. Catch me on there all the time. I got a little show on there called Appetite for Thuggin', you know what I'm saying, with... Cecil West, Jonathan Lappy, and Matthew with the beard. Shout out to both as a harmony. I still, you know what I'm saying, got love for them. And them. I talk to Busy Bone every once in a while. Big Brother Clay, you know what I'm saying, Immortal Thugs, my hood of Jesse Manor, my on again, off again fiance, you know what I'm saying, Angela. And she, man, God bless everybody in Jesus' name, you know what I'm saying? And what Lazy Bone always said, man. I always keep your goals. I aim high. Shoot for the stars. Don't let the world put non belief up in you because that's what it's going to try to do. We out here living in Armageddon, you know what I'm saying? Rest in peace to Easy E. Let's love to all his kids, you know what I'm saying? Everybody at Rufus Records. Shout out to HWA, Jazz, you know what I'm saying? Donovan McCormick, everybody, you know what I'm saying? Everybody at Rufus, Dirty Red, <coughs> Rhythm D, 
cocaine, you know what I'm saying? Everybody, oh, and big shout-out to Baby Easy, you know what I'm saying? Lil Easy, all them, but E3, you know what I'm saying? And Erica Wright. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm talking about, man. Thank you for uh, taking the time out to chop it up with us. We're going to get out of here. We got one more. We got this one here. It's called Black Killer. Tell everybody about this one. Oh, yeah, you know what I'm saying? So I was thugging and everything else, and I had always wanted to do, like, a bone beat I could rip up anyway, you know what I'm saying? But I had loved that song because I had put Easy voice on there, his vocals and everything, Black Nigga Killer and shit. So, you know what I'm saying? I just put my little touch on there, you know what I'm saying? Had somebody redo the beat. Shout out to UB Murder and everybody else. And, uh, it is what it is. Like, I should have sent you some other songs and stuff, but, you know, I got everything stored on my drive and all that. But, because I had did, I had redid, uh, Compton City G's and shit. This shit hard. I'm going to send it to you regardless anyway. But, the song of Poppin'. And that's what's up, man. Capone Bone, thank you. Uh, Sin, thank you for calling in as always, brother. Um, yes, and we're out of here. Got on my turn, 57, here and there, but I let it rap, huh? Bustin' it back in the hell, they're crippin' about to trip, what's up? Nigga, pop on my cases, send me the faces, put them in the grave, what's up? Nah, hop on my strap and blow them brains, put them in the ground and walk away. Broke to the alley, crooked to the gangway, niggas about to die tonight, nigga lose their life. When they fuckin' with a nigga like me, motherfucker better think twice. Who am I coming to the door with a motherfucker sawed off, hold off, hold off? Bustin' the bucket, blowin' motherfuckers head off with a blood clock, hit a gun shot, make a motherfucker all stop, pop, pop, pop. Nigga, I'm still screamin' out, more murder, fuckin' them up with the words of service, slurs, blowin' out that dozen. Even you niggas all up in the hearses, I'm the worstest when it comes to this rapid fire sound. Put them niggas all up in the coffin, you niggas, the bitches, the cowards, don't get fuck with me now. Cause I'm all grown up, and I still fuck, 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 suddenly fuck, 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 fuck. Bustin' that bucket and it, dumpin' with them in 12 games, leaving them niggas all over the pavement.